0: Pipe is one of the oldest instruments. To play it, you blow into a pipe attached to a leather or synthetic bag, then press on the bag to force the air out through other pipes to create sound.
1: The Big Rap Show podcast is kindly sponsored by G1 Reeds, played by some of the top bands around the world, including our current champion of champions in Vararian District, and of course the Red Hot Chili Pipers. So thanks to the guys at G1 for keeping the lights on here. At the Big Rab Show Podcast. Hello there, and welcome to another Big Rab Show Podcast. Now, this one's a bit different because you might hear in the background. Yeah, there's all sorts of goings on, and you may hear a lot of mic handling noise like this. Because I'm actually coming to you semi-live from the Kids With Cancer Charity event. Now, we've been talking about this for weeks and weeks and weeks. And to say that this event is possibly one of the highlights at the moment in the piping calendar here, especially in Northern Ireland, is an understatement. We have Pipe Band Royalty joining us here tonight to all help raise money for the Kids Cancer Unit in the Royal Victoria Hospital in Belfast, which is an awesome cause. So, we'll get to hear from the organisers, plus we'll get to hear from the acts themselves, plus talk all about their bands and how things are going this winter remember last week we were talking all about motivation well perhaps these guys can give us some uh, pointers because some of them are involved in the top flight so yeah will tell us what it's like to have to muscle through their winter grant we haven't any listener mail this week unfortunately because as i say i'm live here from a a venue so I'm sure you hear their sound checking in the background and what sounds to be like irish music A bit of snare drumming, I think, and bass drumming going on. No doubt we will have some audio clips for you throughout this podcast, but, yeah, we don't have any listener mail this week, so to everyone who's emailed us in on the strength of last week's podcast, don't worry, your listener mail will reach us next week. Now, I hope you're going to enjoy this show, and if you do, please do email us, bigrabshow at gmail.com. If anything, we really want to have your voicemails. We've had a bit of a drought on the voicemail front, so if you can... Take the time. Send a little clip on your audio device or phone or wherever you can record something and email it to us. And then your voice can be a part of the show. BigRabShow at gmail.com Now, people have been asking, have we neglected the specialist episodes? Like a lot of people are asking, where's the podcast on bass drumming? Where's the one about sexism and all that sort of stuff? It's in the works. If anything, I want to put a call out now, just before we start getting into things with the Kids With Cancer event. If anyone is interested in giving us any kind of information on either the Sexism Podcast or Bass Drumming or any other specialist podcast, either the Learning Journey, stuff like that, then please do get in contact with us. BigRabShow at gmail.com. Even if there's someone that you believe we should be talking to on these topics, then definitely point us in the right direction and we'll do our best to line something up. We are the show for the piping folk. If us got bagpipes in it, near it or around it, then we are the show for you. So, yeah, we are here for you guys. So it takes your involvement to help us out and get the content that you guys want. So, without further ado, we will mosey on and have a walk around this incredible event and see exactly what's happening. (sighs) I am so stupidly excited for this. It's now 3pm and the doors don't open until 5 and as you can tell, yeah, sound checking like crazy. There's people in every room in the hotel tuning up and practicing and putting uniforms on and such all very exciting stuff now yeah i can't wait for this grant onwards let's put the walking shoes on
2: Thank you very much for being in attendance here tonight and I hope you all enjoy yourselves we've had a really slight glitch up in the front here but Irv's doing his bit to, to get us sorted <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Gary McCrowns God, well, people right now, you This young man also has many other titles to his name he's been the three times Lothians of Borders champion two times Scotland Shots and Dykehead champion he has won the King of Thistle solos he is two times the current North American champion at the Winter Storm. You're going to hear him play again here with another young lad who's been who set the world a lightning there five minutes ago. Please put your hands together again for Ryan Couples Bendez. <laughs> these scores if you're going to hear the two boys playing here, these are Cairns' old scores. So good luck, lads, go for it. <laughs>
1: Smith, Kerr McQuillan, lads, how have you found your night so far? It's about halfway through. How have you found it? What you, yeah, it's been eventful, it's been loud, but yeah, it's been loud, really loud. I think aye, we were chatting earlier. Pipe band crowd are a thirsty bunch, and the more drink goes in, the louder they're getting.
3: <laughs> De- definitely so. No, but no, the night's going really well. Like, good crowd, everyone seems to be been doing themselves. Music's been absolutely brilliant. Like, Kerr has been in the first half there, him and Ryan we yeah. were absolutely brilliant So just can't wait to see what the second half brings us now Indeed,
1: yes, podcast listeners You heard Kerr just playing there not too long ago Kerr, well done on lifting your gold medal at Winter Storm How was that, buddy?
4: Yeah, it was brilliant Love going to Kansas Great crack over there um, Obviously winning was brilliant, yeah
1: And the guys from Rhythm Monster managed to pinch you As soon as you come up the stage lifting your thing So how did you find Winter Storm then overall? What kind of an event is it? Um, so it's
4: over over a few days so I arrived on the Wednesday night um, and then basically you just want to go to your bed because all the flights and all <laughs> that and all right. then you got Thursday to rehearse um, Alright, so
1: you do have a bit of practice time yeah. then before you had the, the circle then really Yeah oh. and
4: then Friday oh. it's competing all day it's a long day, the results are 11 o'clock at night No way, 11, 11 yeah. at night really? Yeah. Wow Really long mm-hmm. night and um, yeah but apart from that 11 o'clock at night was really good
3: Tuning up right behind us, lads. Mr Richard Parks behind us here right now. Oh no. That's hard, eye.
1: <laughs> so we'll take a wee walk away from Richard, let him do his thing. it <laughs> will be rude to talk over when Richard Parks is, is tuning up there. But, yeah, what was it like on the stage then on the nightcare?
4: Warm. Very warm. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, but it was just really good performing in front of everyone. Really enjoyed myself.
1: I think for a
3: great charity event too. The crowd in there is insane. What do you think of the crowd's reaction? They ever in the night? Yeah, it's going really well. Like it's the same as last year. Like everyone's really enjoying all the music, and like you can't really fault everyone enjoying the music because it's so it's so flippin' good. So it is.
1: Yeah, like. well, that's it. And as I have said before, as we were promoting the event, the tickets for what only fifteen quid. Yeah. And we have been here since what, three o'clock in the afternoon, and
3: the piping won't stop until possibly three in the morning. <laughs> I know, you know. Like for fifteen pounds, that's a great price. You could be paying, you could be paying thirty or forty pounds, very very easy. But for the charity and stuff like that, there, like fifteen pounds, such a great deal, and especially exactly. and everyone's doing this voluntary. So even bigger shout out to Karen and the rest of the ones doing that yeah. out, of, out of their own pocket, which is absolutely brilliant for the charity. Exactly. Like later
1: on in the podcast, you're going to hear a mini band from St Lawrence at all.
3: Oh my god!
1: Plus, we're going to hear Richard Parks. is just chilling up in the background because you're hanging out, drinking beers, playing tunes, and raising money for charity. What an awesome event! Can you give us a bit of a preview there? What might be happening next
3: year? Next year, Maybe sneaky peaks. Well, we're thinking next year might be the big one, as as everyone calls this it. This one's big. Yeah, but I think, uh, well from speaking to dad and speaking to a few people in the house and stuff we're trying to make next year like the big big one like, like just bring some top names across oh my word I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm definitely spilling nothing I'm keeping my, my are you not telling it's, us anything definitely not like oh. I, I, just need to wait to, I just need to wait until next year like cause <laughs> it's going to be absolutely special so it is amazing
1: Grant well Kerry what does the future hold for yourself this incoming season I'm sure is going to be quite an interesting one for you yeah. how are things going at the moment at boggish?
4: Yeah, obviously, this is my first year in Grade 1, Um, band's going really well, a couple of new players in, um, a lot of youth in the band right now, which is obviously really good. Including yourself? Yeah, right. so the band's going really well, really positive. Right, excellent.
3: And what about yourself, are so we ready to hit the grass again? Yeah, ready to hit the grass, we're, at, uh, we're at the minute, so mm. yeah, me, Matty and Craig are working really, really really closely at the minute, obviously with Silent Pipe Major, but everything's going well, I'm... I'm glad we're getting things progressed the way we really like it. Um, It'll but be a tight grade this year, I think. Look, grade two... <laughs> It'll it be th- insane, man. It doesn't matter. Like, even last year was tight. Like, last year, anyone could have qualified yeah. in the wards, But, look, we just have to do what we, what we have to do. If we do what we can do in the ring, performance should look... Performance and results should look after itself. But yeah. we'll see what happens. Well, that's it. And the same goes for bogies yeah. too with you guys. How do you think
1: your prospects go this year for the majors?
4: Um, well by the looks of things it's going really well so we are hopefully top 6 good man that's what I like to hear
1: top 6 yeah but here aim high top 6 top 3 man yeah well (laughs) hopefully man I've been cheering along the sidelines if that's the case but anyway guys I wish you the best of luck thanks a million for chatting to us on the podcast Thanks thanks very much Rob cheers
2: Great, hopefully. So Mr Parks. Sir. Not sir
5: yet,
2: of August. <laughs> okay, Richard, one well, of the first questions I always asked was see so if you're preparing a, a melody for the for the competitions, what's the main things musically that you would try and think of or look for?
6: I think when we're putting together melodies, I think there's three main things you need to start off with and I, I think they're quite obvious it's a really good opening tune a really good slower in the middle and a really good finishing tune I think that's what you have to really focus on if you've got that, you've got the basis of a, of a melody, because then is fitting things in and around those three tunes to make um, a good musical performance or a good, mus- a good musical melody. but ultimately you've got to have a good starting tune a good slower and a good finishing tune that's basically because it's the
2: backbone of, of the medley. It
6: is, exactly, yeah. Okay, so,
2: so tell us, What's your favourite all-time FM medley?
6: It's always got to be the last one, isn't it? The the, the the hard drive medley at the words last year. It was a uh, pretty special performance in the band. So was, that Well, was you smell good. as well. No, no, I've actually got medleys from 1992, 1993
2: 1994, but nobody wants to hear about those in here. Oh, oh, oh by, and by the way, I was part of that. I listened to it again. Well, I know there's a few people out there who can relate to this here, a few people get a, a non nerve or two in their body before they go to the line. Now there's many, many remedies out there, either on a hip flask or from a chemist. Are you nervous or if you are, how do you deal with it or do you still have the calm down on the pet box? I mean, uh, yeah, that, that's Remember that. that one? <laughs> that's a normal one, Yeah, calm down inside
6: the paint box, it would never work. No, that was that uh, was wasted. it's, wasted. A, it's actually got to come down to practice at the end of the day. If you've practiced enough, you can deal with the nerves. Everybody's going to get nervous. And, you know, nobody out there can say they're not nervous in a, in a competition. Everybody's nervous. This is how you deal with that. And if you've done enough practice, then uh, you should be able to overcome that. They've I always
2: remember being told that, regardless of the nerves, if you're well enough practiced, the, the the practice will take over once you hit and say. So I've always stood by that. So um, at the time of your illness. Did you ever think that you would be back playing again? Never made one of the majors every season.
6: Well, I mean, the, the scariest bit of my illness was the first night, and uh, I went to the toilet. I couldn't even close the door with my right hand, so that was a really scary time. But I knew that I sort of recovered quite quickly after that. But I could feel that that uh, I could still move my fingers, and I knew what I could, you know, that there was a relationship between my brain and my fingers, so I knew that that was still there. Um so when it, you know, the side of
2: my brain that was damaged is the side that's not the musical side, so it was a lot There's always that one to get back out again, yeah. to get in the middle of it. Yeah. But was it hard watching the band during your recovery period, or were you just happy to see the band progressing and them? I, I
6: was even more nervous watching the band and playing on it. Yeah, I remember that, you know, when I couldn't play, it was, it was worse listening to the band. So the, I'll take
2: it for that, then you go back there for a good few years then. <laughs> well, I can the answer this in here, but uh, I'll, I'll ask yourself anyway. Did yourself and Gordon always agree, or would you have had the odd difference of opinion?
6: Um, and be truthful, now. He's, he's watching. <laughs> I think um, myself and Gordon had a, a good musical relationship in the band, but we did have we did say things that one, only brothers or siblings could say to each other. You wouldn't get away with some of the things that we would have said to each other in the band role. If you weren't brothers, but it was all for the vibe of the music at the end of the day, and that, that it all worked well. That certainly does.
2: Well, tell me yeah. this, There's coming near the watershed, but do you have any wee funny stories you can enlighten us with over your years?
6: Well, and there's, there's two that uh, come to mind, and maybe the first one's not that funny, but it was uh, the British Championships in Birmingham in 2008, and uh, I felt the pipes being a wee bit of a hard blow in the final tune area. When we went into the arena I hit the bag, the bag just totally deflated when I hit the bag for the deduction. So that was the longest NSR of my life. And you know, like I didn't try to hide that I wasn't playing. I mean I, I just stood there and conducted the band, you know, and uh, that was that was a, a weird experience, but you know, it taught me a lot about maintenance. <laughs> so, you know, after your page from there on, didn't you? <laughs> Happens, happens to anybody. It happens to the best of us, doesn't now it? The, the other one was, uh, I think it was around the mid-90s, uh, Band Bridge contest I don't know if you were at this one, Gary, but um, it was re- recently the car that picked up my kilt and I left it in the house. And I guess an hour's drive from Band Bridge and we were playing in like about an hour and a half. So Trevor Buckby was in the band at that time as lead tenor drummer and we sent him to try and get it, but he didn't make it back in time. So I ended up having to play it in a cape. <laughs> Lovely, sunny, warm day. <laughs> it wasn't that
2: long. <laughs> You were lucky it was damp enough that you got away with it. Well, listen, all I can turn around and say to you is thank you very much for coming here tonight to entertain us and to ask, answer these questions that we've been asked. Um, we hope that the band goes from strength to strength and continues to want a success for next year and hopefully maybe they'll bring the band next year back. As the world champions and as the most successful paint major with a bit of love. Right. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, two and a half minutes for Richard Fox, MPE. That's great to us all. So he has, he has been painting for Tony Nagin. We will come on here tonight along with a couple of singers. Robert and James, there will be papers from Tony Laggan here as well. After we're this piece of music. We're gonna hear this man's story. I believe you you really want to be, want to listen to this. So, ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together for a big, big, massive welcome to Andrew Shillamy. Okay ladies and gentlemen, this next item, this has been specially raised by Andrew, and as we all know, there's two signs to the coin when it comes to the cancer. Sometimes we've got people who are lucky enough to beat it, sometimes we've got folks who are all for it and they can't beat it. So as a mark of respect to everybody who we all know sure somebody, this is a wee dedication to those creators who didn't beat cancer. We're going with someone here a wee bit different. As we said earlier on, my opinion, this man has been an absolute inspiration to us all. He has come through many, many tortures. And we're going to hear about one or two questions here. So, all I can say to you is this. I sat one afternoon and listened to this man, and it lasted three hours. We had to try and get this here within about 20-25 minutes. But it's absolutely brilliant. So, Andrew, thank you very much, and an absolutely brilliant special arrangement there for, for uh, Amazing Grace. Thank you very much. Thank you. Did you hear me? Did you, did you do it all right? You? What <laughs> are we sorry. Andrew started playing at the age of 10 yeah. with Colin and um, That's with his late uncle Alan, who was a pipe major. They reached grade 3 with Colin Fad. And in the solo scene, Andrew was the Ulster in All Ireland under 16, under 14, 16, and Junior Champion. At 15, he was a paint major of William Kerr, and then he moved to Ballycorn along with Alfie Ray to play in Grade Wall. In 2008, he joined Shots at Bayhead. and at the same time was doing a degree in bagpipes at the Scottish uh, Academy. He then started teaching. And that's where I'm going to start the question and answer session. So, Andrew, you were teaching in Scotland.
7: Yeah, uh, well, during my time in university, I taught part time along with uh, Ross Cowan, North Manor Schools, just a Wednesday and Friday class. And straight after university, got employed full time to cover the northwest coast of Scotland, Ullapool, Garlock, and around that area, that coast.
2: So, Andrew, when did you realise that something just wasn't right um, with
7: everything? Well, I was I was maybe two years into that job, and I, I started to get this cough that just wouldn't go away. Eventually, I got scans done and thing, and the, well, the doctors sort of told me to come in the hospital, and they've got a lot of tests to do. So yeah, you, you had a few tests. Yeah, quite a few, uh, like a lung biopsy and a muscle be up see it. Just, just, wasn't feeling well at all, and you something was myself.
2: So, how long after your test, then, roughly, that uh, that things not good with the circulation in your fingers
7: and your legs, etc.? Well, uh, it must have been maybe September. Uh, that year was maybe four or five months later. I'd already started treatment for I was a condition called uh, systemic sclerosis. Uh, but I, after, after about 36 six months I took really ill and I rushed in the hospital. Uh, it was it painful? Yeah, um, I, just, I took so well that uh, really the, the first priority of the doctors was to keep me alive really, but uh, the thing secondary happened to that was you know, circulation stopped in my fingers and my leg and my ankles and things, so it was pretty serious.
2: Well, I take it would we'll, we'll be right in saying you've been in intensive care for a good bit of that.
7: Yeah, um, yeah. Some, uh, put me in there, <laughs> uh, and uh, required quite a lot of pain medication. I think because it was, it was, I've never felt anything like it. I was in pain for months, and um, actually tried to uh, put my um, induced coma, or or coma, but uh, I couldn't for the pain. But they held me up and high-doses academy. Uh, so i was seeing cartoons and all sorts of things for <laughs> a long <time>. but, uh, <laughs> oh
2: dear. So whenever the doctors spoke about amputation, what was your first thoughts? Uh, uh,
7: uh, uh, well, early, uh, I sort of had a thought like early on, cause, you know, because of the circulation stopping and a few of my limbs started to turn a different colour and things. So. Uh, um, well, uh, the, the sort of story of it is, uh, you, you're long, you can sort of wait for them to basically fall off, I guess. <laughs> but, or, or you can go for the operation and they put it under review and after six months in, in the hospital bed, they did a review and said this could be maybe another year and a half for this to resolve itself. So I said, I know I need to get out of here and so I we opted uh, in for the surgery.
2: So oh yeah, you've had your application
7: then, How long after that were you fit to do basically any anything at all? Well, I uh, I was keen to just my main goal was just get out of the hospital because I, I was in was in hospital for nine months in total, um and in that time I wasn't actually even fit to you know, sit up on things or, or so I had to really begin again. So I we got back into the gym maybe it was maybe a week or two weeks after the operation and. Uh, just doing very, you know, starting small and just trying to do what you can do, still healing and things. So. But i uh, back in the gym and they, they give him an electric wheelchair to spin around the, the hospital in. But uh, I wouldn't go fast enough so for myself. i well, was <laughs> known for driving me fast. A little, a little boy racer here. I, I, I say when you drive fast around the corners. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Very good. Uh, obviously you had great support from Vanessa and and your
8: family.
7: Yeah, my, my family and Vanessa like all all like took off work and and to stay and stay with me because it was really seriously. Um, but I were a uh, great support. But I the thing that it gave me most strength was say uh, God, um, and my belief in God. And he gave me strength, to keep through, and, and kept my mind. Yeah. Uh, yeah and without God being supplied for many needs like my family staying over there to visit me every day like I got accommodation for free and and like I was just all worked out uh, well looked after yeah Yeah.
2: so you were telling me that during your operation, we could hear this folks there was two sets of specialists working on them at one time unbelievable
7: yeah. Is that right? Yeah, was one a, at the top, one at the bottom. There was a hand specialist and a, I think it was just a general surgeon for my leg, but I uh, had two different teams working at the same time. I'll uh, well just so I guess to speed it up. You know, it was really quite a, quite a lengthy operation.
2: Well, not with the operation the of
7: I'm not sure, but uh, I do remember when I woke up, uh, I was rather painful. Like, uh, I tried to help me with, uh but because I've been in the academy so long, I didn't really do anything, so I felt everything really, and <laughs> uh, it's pretty sore.
2: So, what was the next days um, after your operation? What
7: what took place? Well, I uh, sort of mentioned earlier, it was, was back into the gym and um, like like learning how to do everything again, like uh, pull a pencil and, and write again, and that's that's the first. So I thought like, a hell of pants in my hand and I thought that looks awfully like how the drummers hold their left hand and they're holding the left stick okay. so I was looking forward to get out of the hospital to pick up my stick maybe see what would happen like. <coughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: So you were <laughs> taken home um, have you had any kind of remembers of, of, on your way home?
7: <coughs> well, well being lying in the, in the bed for eight or nine months a like, uh, first thing I noticed was you know, uh, the speed of the car driving back up to the house of Nutterpool. Uh, I, I, I was surprised by like, how fast it seemed, like the fastest I was going to my wee electric chair was maybe 10 miles an hour or something like <laughs> that.
2: So back home, 2014, you joined up along with John Johnson.
7: Yeah, I went back to that band that I'd been a big major of uh, Where did I care? when I was younger. Uh, John Thompson's were there, and I learned a lot of things from John and, and the, from Drummond and all. I had a few years actually with, with William Kerr, but I, uh, uh, I I wanted to make a move over to Tully Lighton, and I, and that that year I was under Jeff Hamlin yeah. and I learned a lot from Jeff as well. And that year was a very successful year for us. Twenty seventeen, yeah, yeah it was one won the awards and yeah. many others. Did you miss the payment? Or of course, of course, it's, it's what I've been doing from very young. Uh, um, but I, that's when I was in Tullyleg uh, and I met Jim Warnock and I went round to his house and he had a wee electric jam there and I felt I must have a wee go at it. And and he was very kind to how let me have a wee go and I was surprised where you know, I never thought about that and he got me in t- touch with uh, Mr. Yeah. There, and from Felt. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, and he made me uh, electric chanter, and that was, that was me back playing again. Back to the old page again. Yeah, uh, I, I was I was really enjoying it, and I started teaching a few in the band for solos and things like that. Yeah.
2: So you get your first chanter, and you get tied in along with G1 rates, and then yeah, yeah,
7: it was over over the Worlds, just last last world there, um uh, I was w- waiting for a wee concert to start, but I had I had my electric chanter with me, and I seen my friend John uh, Elliott from the shots days. Aye, uh, we were in shots at the same time, uh, and he I played with June from the cheap wife and uh, he, said, he sort of he's, he's, uh, he, he sort of thought I, I think I can do something for you, and just leave it with me. And he, he took he took a photo of the chanter where the holes were, and uh, yeah, and sent over we. <laughs> A wee first draft, right? And I straight away I, I couldn't I not believe it. He's, he's, he's a genius and making like, the chanter and stuff like. That. Yeah. I I thought you know you move a hole up you maybe you sharpen it but he weighs around that to, to keep it in tune you know so. So then you were
2: invited to the G One Tower <laughs> with TV crew and doing concerts and everything.
7: Yeah, uh, I, I, there was a few wee, wee minor adjustments just to get some more comfort and I uh, invited we'll them over to G1 Towers. Just <laughs> like uh, Trump Towers, but g one uh, And uh, yeah, uh, TV cruiser on the same thing, took an interview and things.
2: Brilliant, brilliant. So back home then, you got a, your first set of pipes again for a few years?
7: Yeah, Fraser Warnock made me a set. Uh, they're, they're a good set. They're uh, good sign.
2: Good. Well, as you hear there tonight, this gentlemen, Andrew had this special arrangement for Amazing Grace. He has got um, one on YouTube at the moment for solo dance, right? And it's got 53,000 hits. I think that's the technical term for it now, these hits. You also arranged for the Belfast tattoo. Avicii.
7: Avicii, yeah. It was along with myself and Danielle, Danielle Hamilton and the Tender Parts. Uh, as a really, uh, <coughs> I really, really have to be thankful to Tony Lagan for sort of you know, giving these ideas a go, you know, and a lot of bands might be afraid to try some things, you know. But, yeah. Well, that's what it's all about now in the state
2: and age to try and incorporate different music along with the pipes of drums to make it more entertaining for for some people. So, one question I would just like to just as we finish here. Sometimes whenever i read to see Tully lagging in the final tuning area, band, where as we all do, we're, we're trying to get the final touches put together to our performance. Why are you sitting, or why were you sitting on a chair looking around you? Oh,
7: I have to pace myself, you know. Uh, uh, many times you might see me, um, you know, maybe in final tuning, just having an wee we relax before heading uh, the circle. You were just chilling out,
8: letting Jeffrey <laughs> yeah. panic.
2: Ladies <laughs> um, and <laughs> gentlemen, um, all I can say is thank you very much to Andrew for opening up and being honest with what he has come through. Um, it's certainly something which I think is, is, is wonderful to hear. Uh, it's great that he's back out in the kilt and playing away and enjoying the music. Andrew, thank you very much. Thank Ladies and gentlemen, Andrew Shillardy. <laughs> Like Richard has agreed to have a wee chat here. Just to answer a few of the questions that was sent to him. Uh, You can have a door of each if you Felicity if you want. You can have a door of each if you want whenever you're finished chatting. Terry, first and foremost, thank you very much for racing up the road and, and doing this for us tonight. really, really do appreciate it. It's
9: my pleasure. Thanks for the invitation. Tell me this,
2: Terry. What advice would you give bands in the lower grades or in any grade? When they're the same competition tunes for either MSR or, or their medley, what would, what would your kind of advice be for it?
9: Um, I think there's many bands in, in the lower grades that made very similar mistakes, uh, insofar as the selection of music that they try to play um, in the lower grades. Um, so I mean, I've always been a, uh, a big believer in playing specific requirements. So when you're playing in grade three, uh, try and avoid uh, playing music that grade two bands or grade one bands might be playing. So you know, there's, there's lots of grade three uh, MSRs that bands should be playing in grade three. Um, but for one reason or, or another, um, a lot of these bands have a tendency for to play music uh, that may be just a little bit too difficult for some of the pipers that are in the band with the result that uh, it may cost uh, com- uh, prices in competition. So, that would be uh, the one thing that I would suggest uh, to bands, and I'm not, sorry, I'm not suggesting that you should do this, but what I'm saying is that this is what I would um, is for to be, you know, extra careful with the kind of music that you would select for um, for MSR playing in particular, and uh, for to try and play music that everybody in the band is going to be comfortable playing. Thank
2: you. What's your favourite Saint Lawrence medley?
9: Uh, well, there's been many. I think all of our medleys have been. Very good medals. Oh the hell I'm I done? Oh, cool.
2: <laughs> OK. Just pick
9: one. <laughs> Obviously, there's been uh, quite a few. Uh, at one stage, at one time or another, uh, our band um, was probably uh, more famous for playing medallies than we were for playing in the stars And a lot of people referred to our band as a medley band. Uh, but uh, there's been many medallies that we played. That, and there's a few that, that kind of come to mind. Uh, One of them being um, an alley that we played in 1989, probably before your time.
2: Well, before my time, yeah. It
9: was was our first time uh, playing in Grade 1 in um, 1989. And we played a selection of tunes that day that, uh, that in in actual fact, uh, 30 years later we're playing uh, one of those tunes tonight on stage is uh, a tune that was um, that we kind of, uh, both ourselves and Phil Marshall actually made famous, which was the Queen of the Russias. Uh, but we did the Queen of the Russias j- into the Queen of the Russias hornpipe. So 30 years later, we're playing that th- that tune tonight. And simply because it's being played to a different audience, uh, the pipe major of the band never had an opportunity to play those tunes before. Uh, so I'm still playing them after 30 years. So I mean that that medley for us uh, that day was um, was a great medal. Um, unfortunately, we were beaten by Phil Marshall Montgomery. Uh, Richard's listening. <laughs> but I anyway, think it was a close competition. Uh, and there's, there's there's many more um, many more uh, medleys that we played down through the years that um, that I, I, I enjoyed. But that one probably being uh, the most memorable maybe uh, 2013, which would have been my last year as quite a major in the band. Um, and the medal that we played that day at the All-Ireland, I think it was in Derry, um, was another medal, uh, medal for me.
2: Well, you, the band won their first major in 2008. Was it a, a relief that you had actually achieved the goal of winning a major in Grade 1, or was it the kind of kick that you thought the band needed? to go ahead and have more success and in particular like, like the one in the Wars in
9: 2010? Oh, that's a difficult question to answer um, and I suppose I would have to answer it two ways. Uh, yes, it was uh, a relief to have more major um, and yes uh, it was uh, the kind of inspiration for to go on and, uh, and try and win more majors after that uh, we've uh, won quite a few majors at this stage, uh, they're all good, but I suppose uh, you know, uh, one of the biggest majors for us is uh, winning the national championships, which would be the All-Ireland. Uh, you know, that would probably mean uh, as much or more to us uh, than, than winning majors in Scotland. Of course it's always nice to win them, especially the big one.
2: Of course, yeah. <laughs> well, as you said earlier on there, in 2013, you handed over the reins to your son, Alan. What was your feelings regarding that?
9: Was it relief, sadness? Uh, well, in, in many ways, I and mean, I had I had uh, done 30 years as my major, um, so I was tired. <laughs> um, uh, Alan, my son... Uh, who uh, was a pipe surgeon at the time, and had been for a number of years before that, um, was doing quite a lot of of pipe majors work anyway. Uh, He was ready for the job. Um, uh, I didn't want to stand in his way and uh, wanted to let him at it while he was young. And um, uh, The other main reason I suppose is because at the time um, my wife became very ill, and uh, I wanted to spend a little bit more time with her while she was still there. Um, but I have very, very mixed feelings and mixed emotions about the whole thing. But um, but happy I did it, and I'm happy today as well.
2: Just leading on then, are you enjoying just
9: being a paper? With no pressures, no hassles? Uh, well, there's always going to be pressure. Um, and hassles as well, but the hassles are a lot less. Um, I am, yeah, I'm enjoying uh, being just a piper in the band. Um, I do help out as, as uh, much as I can whenever I'm asked. I still do a, a little bit of still do a little bit of with chanters at home, uh, still have my, my say when it comes to music and stuff like that. And so uh, I'm still there, but um, I, I really do want to, to uh, let Alan get on with the job, and I don't want to be uh, interfering in what he's doing, so, uh, so I do keep, uh, try and keep quiet as much as I can. Well,
2: <laughs> funny because that leads on to the next question. I asked Richard earlier on how he himself and Gordon always got on, did, did they debate any arguments? What about yourself and Alan? Did you always agree either as you as Paint Major or as he is Paint Major now?
9: Um, Be
2: truthful now. Yeah,
9: well, uh, when I was the Paint Major, uh, yes, he always agreed with me. <laughs> um, because no matter what happens, the Paint Major is always right anyway. Um, um, yes, uh, but you know, Alan. Uh, is my son, and uh, he was living with me, and um, yeah, we 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 had our, uh, differences, but there are only slight differences, and uh, and not too many of them, and very easily for to iron them out. Um, in those days, and I suppose he would tell me himself that I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, the decision rested with me anyway. Uh, so he. Um, he was always one for uh, being very creative in music and things like that um, and uh, had a, a new approach to uh, pipe band medley playing and, and that's what our band needed at the time and I was quite happy for it to take a step back and let him at it. Um, today, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm happy and I try, as I said, uh, not to uh, be interfering too much so... If I had something to say, uh, after a practice, I would probably phone him and I'd give him uh, my take on the practice or maybe what we could do to improve it and stuff like that. I mean, he, he's going to listen a so. listener. <laughs> he, he, uh, he might not take my advice, but at least I'm um, he'll, he'll listen to you, you anyway. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, Terry, tell, tell me, this, this, this is interesting. It's just after the watershed, so any funny stories for us? you like to
9: enlighten? Well, uh, it's not so much funny, it wasn't, uh, I have one little story, I was uh, trying to think of this uh, after you had asked me this question. Um, there has been many uh, stories in our own band, but one that uh, springs to mind was uh, during the trip that we were on um, in, uh, in New York. And, um, it was myself and Alan and another pilot from the band that were sharing the bedroom. And during the night, um, one, uh, one, of the, one of the people, I won't say who really, uh, <laughs> got out of bed and wanted to use the bathroom, uh, but found himself uh, on the landing and was walking up and down the corridor in his underpants and Had locked himself out of, the, out of the bathroom, out of the room because he thought that he was going into the bathroom. Um, so eventually, after a lot of knocking on the door, uh, he woke up myself and Alan, and uh, and I went to the, table. Very Alan at the door uh, for him. Um, so I won't uh, say who it is, but uh, he's a big.
2: I think you still have us guessing. <laughs> Listen, Terry, thank you very much. I do remember one time, it was about Town. we were all in Lorient and had a great party, I think it was maybe 1990. Was in, in Lorient, yeah. in France. Lorient, yeah. You know, so, um, but again, that's for another day. But ladies and gentlemen, would you please
1: put your hands together for Mr. Terry Kelly. LoneStarPiper.com Serving the piping and drumming community in the United States for over 10 years. Featuring R.G. Hardy's full range of bagpipes including Henderson's and Gallic theme lines of kilts and doublets and bespoke highland wear, including sparns and cap badges. LoneStarPiper.com offer tailored payment plans on any set of bagpipes. If your drum corps needs a new look, then they can help you with a full custom design from Adanti Drums and custom bass heads from Evans & Remo. LoneStar Piper is also the North American distributor for Beat Street Drumming Goods from Northern Ireland. Have you any questions about any of the major brands they carry? Then you can contact Jeremy at sales at LoneStarPiper.com LoneStarPiper.com Check them out. The Horace Kilt Company 150 Sandy Row Belfast offering high quality garments with unique styles enough to cover any wedding, formal event or even pipe band competition. They can offer a full range of kilt and jacket combinations all Completed with Highland accessories, all available for sale or for hire. If you're looking for a Highland-inspired outfit of the highest quality, then look no further than Harris Kilts. HarrisKilts.com 150 Sandy Row Belfast Check them out. you on the lookout for a set of vintage pipes then look at source bagpipes bagpipes ranging from McDougall, Glenn, Stark, McKinnon, McPhee, Henderson, Laurie and Sinclair and many many more. In addition brand new set of pipes by Booth and Pettigrew. They have a no quibble return policy with 25% deposit securing any set of bagpipes. Also offering a full payment plan to be able to pay for your set of pipes over 12 months. Source Bagpipes now have a range of vintage pipe chanters and vintage practice chanters in stock and are all up on their website. SourceBagpipes.co.uk. Contact Ross for more information. So I'm still backstage and I'm chatting to one of the possibly the hardest working bagpipers at this thing tonight. <laughs> Ryan a Couples Mendes, how are you, sir? I'm doing well, yeah, just tired. We heard you run earlier, you were ch- playing along with Care. Can you tell us about that set? How long did that put together? We used to? Uh, well, Care messaged me about two months
10: back and told me the name of the tunes. But the first time we went over it was today and played it once over. Really?
1: That's the first time today and then straight on stage? Yeah, yeah. Well, you couldn't tell, to be I honest. It sounded amazing. Please. Well Thanks done. You very much. Now, I have to say, you have won a competition that I don't know much about, so you're going to have to tell us a bit about this. You won the Irish Peabrook Society yep. competition. What is that? Uh, it's a wee competition. It's
10: mostly run by Con Hullivan. Right, so okay. Um, there's not many that go to it, but uh, because Con's obviously Margaret's
1: father, yes. Margaret's married Alistair. I see. So there's the yeah. connection. Yeah. Ah, right. So, you are quite a decent Peebrook player, to be honest. What got you into Peebrook playing? Um, I'm not sure what got me into
10: it. I know my dad told me to start it, but actually getting into it, I don't think I'm all the way there. Right. I'm still sort of...
1: Still sort of learning, really? Yeah. Well,
10: not learning, but sort of like, dislike kind of
1: thing. Oh, I see, I get you. Because uh, it is the marmite of the piping world, really. Like I'm a drummer, and I'm still sort of getting used to it, you know? So you had your first season with the Field Marshal... And you lifted the big one, what was that like?
10: It's out of this world, to be honest. <laughs> um, I'm just very grateful for everybody that's helped me to achieve that, and that was, that was the main goal whenever
1: I started piping, to lift that trophy. To lift the big one, so to have it's bound to be something special, mate. It's sitting up in my cabinet at the minute. The so no yeah. way you have it in the house. Yeah. Oh, I'd love that. See, I've always heard stories of ones that keep it in their bathroom. Bathroom? Yeah, keep out Spiky sitting on the bathroom shelf. They can look at it whenever they're having a shower. Yeah, exactly.
10: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, that's all sorts of wrong, isn't it? <laughs> Grant, so how's this incoming season looking forward so far? How's things in the band?
10: Uh, things are going well, yeah. yeah. Uh, We've only got one tune to learn this year, compared to about 40 I had to learn last year. So f-
1: I'm sure you had hours worth of stuff to learn. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's more of a, you're settled in now. You're yep. part of the furniture. So you looking forward to this incoming year? Yep. Looking
10: forward to hopefully doing it all over again, winning it again, winning it for Richard, so it can be his
1: 13th time. That's the main aim. That will be something special, wouldn't it? Really. So that's the aim. When we were talking to Richard on the show, he still has that fire to win 13 all the way up to 20, he said on the show. Do you think you'll be there all the way up until 20? I'm not
10: sure about 20 now, but <laughs> hopefully 13th this year for him, for everything
1: he's done for the band. Yes. His commitment, work rate, hopefully we'll get it. would be amazing, wouldn't it? Well, Ryan, I wish you the very best of luck. Thanks for chatting to us on the show. And uh, we haven't really asked you this question yet, but it's a Rab Show favourite. What's your favourite cheese? Cheese. That's a random one.
10: American, for
1: burgers. No way, the plastic cheese you're getting burgers? Yeah. <laughs> That's a great answer, Ryan. Yeah. Thanks so many for chatting to us, and good luck for this incoming season. Thank you very much, Ryan. Thank you. Whew. It's getting a bit rowdy back here. Granville, well, joining me on the podcast, I'll let you introduce yourself, mate. Uh, it's Mickey Daly. And you will be Mickey for the Vale. According to one podcast. Mickey for the Vale. Hi. When, when, I, when I went to uh, Las Vegas, and I met Josh and Andy. Two characters. Two characters. Two characters. Right. Do you want to give them a shout out on the Rab Show Pod? Of course. Yeah. Big shout out to. Uh, Chandarant Podcast. There you go. Andy and Josh representing the Chandorant guys here at the Kids with Cancer charity really nice. That's a shameless plug for you guys. If anything, they should have been here. You know, that would have been an exactly. awesome night to have them. The fact they the fact they live in Cookstown for five weeks and they're actually missing this. Yeah. This is in Cookstown. <laughs> exactly. Something big like this happens and they're not here. Desperate. So how's things going with yourself, mate? Not too bad. Are you playing? I'm playing. Are you at the field still?
3: I've actually joined oh. the mighty Quinn.
1: No, the <laughs> Quinn! Good man yourself. Mighty so, Quinn. The mighty Quinn. Well, here, it's a soft spot in my heart for the Quinn. Now, can you tell us then, how's things going behind the scenes? It's going okay. It's going well. It's going all right. You're not telling me too much. But that's, <laughs> that's keeping you close you to your do, chest there, right? Well, hashtag channel and shout out to you guys. Good, Good luck, Josh, Nandy, and keep Yips. it up. Hashtag one of 6 <laughs> So we're still backstage. It's got a wee bit quieter now, thankfully. And I'm joined by quite a legendary figure in the drumming world, if you don't mind me saying one.
11: Ugh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you.
1: Grant Casery, how are you, sir?
11: I'm very well. I'm a wee bit warm after that performance I'm here. Sure, but yeah. No, all good. All good. <laughs> is all good. So I've been told by
1: your father of all people that I've been pronouncing the name of your new band wrong.
11: You have been, there's Uddingston, Strathclyde. with the S in That's there. I think like you doing Udington. Yes. That's in the S, yeah, Uddingston, Strathclyde. Yeah. You have a grade two band, which I'm Wayne lean drummer of, and a grade four B band.
1: I was, t- I was actually chatting away to your dad about the grade four B band, and there's loads of wee kids now coming Yeah, up
11: here there's about eight or nine pipers under the age of 15 in it. Really? Yeah, there's five snare drummers all between ages of youngest one's 11, and the oldest one's 15, the leading drummer's 15. Wow. And the tenor yeah. drummer's the tenor drummer who's nine years of age as well. So no way. The lead drummer's like 11, so we're trying to see <laughs> people through to be a feeder band of That's something brilliant. Sort of To Because the least in Pipe Band's not been anywhere for a long, long time, yeah. so it's now time to try and get a Lanarkshire oh. band.
1: They've always been reasonably competitive in Grade 2, though, I have to say. They've had a quite good run over this last couple of seasons. How do you think things are going to go with this incoming year now? But well, you're now at the helm.
11: Well, yeah. I mean, it's interesting. It's a lot. Uh, I can look at playing drummers in a different light now. Yeah, because yeah, I'm now one. <laughs> I was not one, and I Not that I didn't understand. But the roles and the responsibilities and yeah. the commitment they take on is a lot more than what you think if you're just a core player which I've always been or a fly-in player Yeah, yeah i been in slot in Dublin and I was in Glasgow and travelling yeah. with work uh, but yeah. I'm really hoping this year we just get just an honest listen is all I'm asking for it's my first year mm-hmm. I don't expect to get first I don't expect to get last I just want an honest listen it's, it's my first yeah. time judges hear my own music I've always played in slot i played the shots i played the solos i played other people's drum scores yeah. I've only started the in very slightly so I'm just hoping this year I, they just give me the honest opinion on my music whether they like it whether it's too much whether it's too little whether
1: you need the sheets yeah. so you can get to see them yeah exactly That's yeah. I yeah.
11: or even just, just, just so I see how it's going so I can progress yeah. for the next contest or the next season because this season is not going to change very much because the medley's written and right. the MSR's written Try to change it all after Paisley for uh, the Europeans at Inverness is going to be very hard to do because yeah. you need to focus on MSR's or Belfast so yeah. I'm just hoping Season uh, twenty twenty for example, mm-hmm. I can pick up some taps, see what I've went wrong, what they don't like, blah blah blah. blah. So
1: and it's a building period for yeah, you guys, totally. really. I'm, yeah,
11: I'm only twenty three, so I'm still a young leading drummer. I'm oh, still a young pup, then. Yeah, I'm still a very young leading drummer. So, so I'm just hoping that I just get a fair listen I'll take everything on board, criticism or not and just take it all on the chin and just try and make myself the best I can it's,
1: it's going to be a tough grade Grant. Oh, totally, grade 2 is insane
11: I'm fully aware of all of that <laughs> I'm fully aware I've seen I've, I've watched the grade 2 final last year at the uh, the world because it was yeah. live streamed yeah. watched all the cores and did they even not get full first great. they'll probably get moved up
9: yeah. that's we okay.
11: gave. but the bands who were 2nd 3rd 4th 5th 6th all great cores great yeah. pipe cores great musical medleys all I can hope is that we can just try and compete as well as answer. obviously I'm, I've got my own personal goals but I just really hope we can compete and people give it a fair listen is all I can
1: There you go. Well, I want to wish you the best of luck. And if anything, I want to ask you then about the creative process. This is the first time you have a core playing your stuff.
11: Yes. What's first that time? Like? It's, uh, it's strange because like, you, like, you write a piece of music and you go, oh, that's great, it fits. And right. then you hear the recording of the band playing it two weeks later and you mm. go... Oh, that was absolutely <laughs> garbage. What was that you wrote? So, so there's a lot of it, yeah. there's a lot of trial trial and error yeah. and seeing what works and what doesn't work. And you also need to compensate of like the band and go right. Would that fit? I can play that. I can play it. But will that fit with 11 guys playing it? Yeah. And in fact, you know what? It won't. So, so you need to take that. You need. To just, but I see a lot of different music and I play with the chilies as well. So yeah. my musical. The way I write, the way I write music is totally different from just writing to the pipe melody. I, I think a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So a lot of things I write might not follow the pipe melody, but maybe a counter melody that goes with it, yeah, or a counter yeah. rhythm that. Might I don't know? Yeah.
1: It's interesting, yeah. Though, you know what I mean? It is really interesting. Like you will be coming at piping and drumming now from a really modern standpoint, yeah. whereas a lot of people will be more traditional in their viewpoint. So with
11: you playing with the Chili's,
1: clearly you're going to bring that influence into the band.
11: Oh, yeah. I definitely. The the melody that she is very different. Class. So I just hope yeah. it just gets a fair listen. Whether it's liked or not, it's a different opinion.
1: Well, I am, opinion. for one, really excited to hear it, Grant. Yeser. I am too. I'm very excited yeah. to just get
11: it out there now. <laughs> I just kind of want to. It's been since October. I just uh, want to just get out to play. Get out and to play, so yeah. so. I'm looking forward to hearing back the drone chorus videos and yeah. all these videos and, and the live feeds and just get a listen and get a buzz and see what people think about it. That's it. So
1: then, before I let you go, tell us about the Chili Pipe. You guys have been insanely busy this last two or three weeks.
11: Oh, super busy. We got uh, asked to perform with... Tom Walker yeah. who is uh, up for a Brit nominee he's for I think it's like upcoming British it's artist or yeah, something yeah, like, something that. like yeah, that and yeah, he's yeah. from he's actually from Scotland he think he's born in Falkirk oh, right. but he's brought up in Manchester or London somewhere like ah oh, see so he's kind of get the the kind of twang accent but we've been playing aye, with aye. him and we played him at the rugby and we played him at the BBC wow. key sessions. And so it's all just okay. kind of spiralled because his social media is just through the wall and yeah. he's tagging us and we're tagging him and we're sharing oh, this brilliant. and sharing that. So
1: is he a piping fan? Does he know much about piping?
11: I don't think he knows, well. we've we done a rehearsal with him Aye. and he said, is there any way he can turn the pipes down a bit? <laughs> So uh, now no. I might answer that question. Is, <laughs> is you can, can turn the volume down? It was like it, uh, unfortunately <laughs> the pipes are just the one volume. <laughs> so uh, no, but, yeah. it, but it totally worked, and they loved the track, and his management loved it, mm. and it's been getting loads of loads of publicity on Instagram, on yeah. Twitter, on That's Facebook, yeah. on BBC News, on we get played on Radio One on Sunday. That's right. Greg I heard James it. played us on Radio One, so I mean, yeah, I mean, what more could you ask for? The fact bagpipes has going out with the small community we have, is a yeah. great thing.
1: Oh, it's amazing, is man. It, it really is, yeah. And that's one thing I really want to praise the chilies for, for doing That's Yeah, that's totally. amazing. The, the amount yeah.
11: of people I meet travelling and go, oh, I'll end the bagpipes because of, not me, because of the chilli pipes." I'm just yeah, like, yeah. that's great. You go to Hong Kong, they're like, I love the chilies Hong, uh, Hong Kong? Kong, yeah. Wow. Hong Kong, New Zealand, <laughs> uh, like Switzerland, like <laughs> Italy, yeah. Germany, like all oh, over America. Where, that is go it America right. in March for five weeks. Really? Yeah, I go in the 6th wow. of March. So we play... The Odyssey, sorry. Belfast. The, the SSC Arena. It's first of called. March, yeah. The first of March. And then on the second of March, we go to Dublin. Right. And then on Wednesday, the sixth of March, I think it is, we go to America for oh five right. weeks.
1: Do you know any of your American dates? Because we have a lot of American listeners listening to the podcast. Do you know any of the dates? Yeah. If you sure any, they can get them all on social yeah, media. Yeah, I mean, social we're, media, I'm we sure. were
11: playing at College Station in Texas. Right. We're playing in Connecticut, we are playing in New York, we're playing in Wisconsin, we are playing, I'll tell you right now, actually, I'll give you a bunch of dates. We have South Orange, New Jersey, the 6th of March, Geneva, New York, 7th of March, Hartford, Connecticut on the 8th, Mm -hmm. Beverly, Massachusetts on the 9th, Plymouth, New Hampshire on the 10th, Northampton, Massachusetts on the 11th. I can't say that Path Pathogal Pathogal New York 12th yeah. of March Sony Hall New York mm-hmm. 13th of March Eastern Pennsylvania 14th of March Tarrytown College Station Texas Pembroke North Carolina Shippingburg Pennsylvania Green Bay Wisconsin Sheboygan Wisconsin St. Paul Minneapolis <laughs> Phoenix Arizona It's all over the place It's all over DeKalb Illinois You're going to
1: be putting in some miles
11: Yeah well yeah. I think over the course of it, there's something like 11 internal flights Oh that's no joke man yeah but I mean you know what it's Dang. great and I love it I love playing music I love playing drums I love performing oh, yeah. and I wouldn't change it lack oh. of sleep yeah late <laughs> nights yeah I'm sure yeah but see when you go on that stage like tonight when I performed it's great I just kind of the, into the zone into the mode and yeah. I just forget about everything that's happening and just do it and it's great I love that's it that's
1: what it's about mate and if anything you're doing it all at the moment you're a competitive lead drummer of a grade 2 band yeah. and a red hot chili pepper
11: that's bound to You're bound to be burning the candle at both ends, buddy. Totally, but <laughs> I may as well do it whilst I'm young. I'm only 23. That's
1: it. You may as well do it, yeah. when
11: I get older, I know <laughs> my, a fact, my body will tell me, you need to stop, or I'll stop for you. So
1: You haven't got the slippers on just yet. Exactly, <laughs> yet. No,
11: <it's> <laughs> in The yet. of the Friday night aren't out just yet.
1: Good, man. Grant, thanks so many a million for chatting to us on the podcast. Cheers, man.
11: Cheers, Rob. Thank you. <laughs>
1: So, to sum up tonight's festivities, I would not do it justice in one link on a podcast. I can't tell you the crowd that's here. Like, I am at least two or three rooms away from the main performance area, and you can hear. <laughs> it's wall-to-wall, pipers and drummers. Now, I've managed to hang out at backstage with St. Lawrence Atul as they were tuning up. Now, they were managing to play some of the stuff from their up-and-coming concert, Terrace Kill*. Of course, they're bringing it back to the... Arma, Don't even get me started about how excited I am about that So I will get talking to some of the St. Lawrence guys later But suffice to say, the guys at St. Lawrence just sound incredible And the music tonight, I have to say, has been of an extremely high level So, for being a charity event, I think it's one thing Whenever you talk about doing something for charity, people normally expect, "Eh, it'll be phoned in No People have actually been putting in preparation months in advance ahead of this. And whenever you consider some of the best in the piping game have been practicing for two or three months before even hitting the stage here tonight, it kind of gives you an idea of how big this event is. Now, as much as 2019 is a huge event, and we're here giving you a podcast from it, 2020 is promising to be even better. So we're going to be talking to the organizers of the event and asking all about 2020. As you heard earlier... Give it a little teaser about how big this event is going to be. Oh, I'm all sorts of excited for next year. Anyway, as there's a bit of a lull on proceedings and we're waiting for St. Lawrence Atoll to hit the stage, I figured now is best time to talk to you. and encourage you again to send in your listener mail and voicemails. Next week we will be doing quite a bit of a, an interesting chat, let's say. And a lot of it will come from your emails. So please do mail us in biggrabshow at gmail dot com and of course don't forget your voicemails. Voicemails is very important. Again just record it on your mobile device wherever you are and email it to us. show at gmail dot com. Now to say that this place is packed to the absolute rafters it's ridiculous. <laughs> so yeah if you aren't here, you've missed it, but I hope you've managed to catch some of our live streams on our Facebook page. So for those of you who are living internationally and wanted to see what's happening, go and check out the Big Rab Show on Facebook. We have been doing live streaming from throughout the night, so all the performances should all be up there. <sighs> right, time to get my walking shoes on. Time to go on fire, the guys from St Lawrence at Tool, before they hit the stage.
5: And you guys have just finished your run. How do things go downstairs, Alan Tully? Uh, things went good, considering it was uh, uh, our first night with uh, new Test chanters. Oh, um, right, really? Was it? Yeah, we put them in this week, um, so just just giving them a go, see uh, see how we get on. But um, yeah, we're happy. It's February, and trying to blow off the cobwebs from the season. Well, here, if any band sounded
1: like that in February they
5: would be very happy I would say <laughs> thanks Rob appreciate that Yeah. so
1: you're bringing Charles Kjol to Armagh
5: how excited are you about this yeah it's good uh, good preparations everything's going well um, uh, we had a, a, a band practice today our second one of uh, 2019 second big one of 2019 um, second all day Saturday practice and it was yeah. very very good uh, very good we're, we're really pleased with the progress Excellent.
1: so can you tell me will there be any differences then between the Glasgow show, that what people may have seen already, to what you're bringing now to Armagh.
5: Yeah, we may have a few surprises up our sleeves. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, ooh we like this. Uh, we'll, try, we'll try and uh, we'll try and keep it fresh for uh, for anybody who's seen it twice. Excellent. Well, I haven't seen the Glasgow show, so I, I'm
1: stupidly excited for the RMA show. So, have you had any new additions to the ranks? Any, we all know what the winter's like. We call it the transfer season.
5: <laughs> we have had uh, we've had very little movement in the band this year. We've had a, yeah, we've added a, one or two uh, pipers to the ranks. Uh, we've lost one or two uh, long servants that have been here for uh, for a while and yeah. decided to um, hang up their boots. But uh, other than other than that, we've had very very little movement, which is great because we've been building really steady over the last few years, and yeah. they've. We've added some really good quality to the ranks this year, so very pleased. There you go, excellent. So,
1: can I ask you, you started tonight's performance there with a tune that I, I thought I'd heard
5: before, but it sounded completely different from what I'm used to. It.
1: What was the, the, the track or the tune that we picked off tonight?
5: Uh, the tune was uh, called the Pikeman's March. I uh, thought that's what it was. It was a tune that the band played as a common time 4 4 March going yeah. back, uh, oh, maybe 15, 20 years ago. And uh, we, decided to, up, we decided to play the original version of the tune. Oh, I see. And I'm a drummer, and even I
1: twigged that. I knew it was. Ah, see. I love that. So, listeners can expect to hear more like that at the upcoming concert in Armagh. Absolutely, yep. Excellent. So, for anyone listening to the podcast right now and you want to get tickets for this, where can they go to get their tickets?
5: Uh, we have um, an online portal through the band website, also on the band Facebook page, so you can get your tickets there. Um, that's where most of the tickets are, have actually gone so far; they've been sold online. See. You can also get uh, tickets at the reception in the hotel, and from uh, some of the band members would have some physical tickets. Excellent.
1: Well, I have one. I'm stupidly excited for this concert. I wish you the very best of luck. I'll, no doubt, I'll get talking to you before then That's great. Appreciate it, Rob. Thanks very much. Thanks, hon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here, still at this event. It seems to be running on
12: now, and I'm here with Stevie McCollum. How are you, Stevie? Oh, great, Rob. It's great to see the amount of money that's uh, obviously coming it's through it's in the auction, eh? It's amazing, isn't it?
1: Like These are all pipe banders, and they're notoriously tight.
12: <laughs> well, some people say that about the Scots, but it's not true, you know. <laughs> We're very generous. <laughs> that's brilliant
1: to see. It's such a good cause, and people are really digging deep.
12: Oh, absolutely. I mean, when you see the people that have given up time and... Uh, Dedication, but I suppose, you know, what I really need to think about is the purpose of this event, and right. I'm sure the children that this will benefit for this um, yeah. would give anything to well, a chance it. to
1: be here. So you're here again. We caught up with you last year when you were here at this charity night. So what has you back again?
12: Well, just, I think, you know, the the commitment, the good cause, also to have some social time with some fantastic drummers and pipers, that you know, peers and, you know, the camaraderie's fantastic, Rob. Uh, yeah. Oh, it
1: is. It's like a big pre-season party, nearly. Yeah.
12: Oh, absolutely. And uh, before the before it all kicks off. <laughs>
1: yes. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So I need to ask you then about Winter Storm. First of all congratulations
12: to Kerr lifting the medal that's found to be special absolutely Rab uh, fantastic I mean winning the grade two competition last year then coming back this year yeah. winning the grade one a lot of stiff competition from you know other grade one bands as well that's right yeah so, we well, heard him here
1: tonight playing along with Ryan Couples' banders. that was something special as well.
12: well I really enjoyed that I mean what was great about that? I mean, Ryan and Kerr have only just met really today. Um, so Ryan
1: was telling us, yeah. <laughs> and they'd never
12: played together, and yeah, I think the decision that they made was that they would, you know, they would play some tunes, some film, from Montgomery. Why oh. not? And Kerr was wanted, you know, part of his own development. Say, well, I'll you know put some scores together for this, and uh, it was fantastic to see both of them. Uh, it certainly worked, and if anything, it shows you that the future of our piping world is in a very healthy place. Oh, absolutely. And the, the, the youth progression is phenomenal. I suppose it's, you know, really go back to the quality of foundation, you know, good tuition yeah. and the dedication of the young people to, to work. But the standard's are getting better and better. Oh, it is, no doubt, no doubt. So you were obviously heavily involved as well with Winter Storm, with workshops and judging
1: and all of that sort of stuff.
12: How was your Winter Storm? Oh, fantastic. We had um, the tenor drum competition this year, See so the increased entries. The gold medal in particular was a... You know, a really mm. tight competition. Yeah. You know, players there from seventy-eight. You know, all over America. Yeah. Uh, and the, you know, we had then some other grades as well. You know, some some of the younger players seeing them. You know, really coming on. It's a fantastic event. You know, over three hundred. Uh, I think three hundred and thirty performances over bass that tenor was snare. Crazy. Pipes. Yeah, yeah
1: the entrance this year. I think it broke all the records.
12: Absolutely. And yeah. if there was ever a kind of uh, excellence award for organisation or events. I would think that event has to be well up there.
1: <laughs> Depth coordinating all of that and it's bound
12: not to be it's
1: bound to be the most biggest pain on the backside i I've ever heard of.
12: Well it seems to run smoothly, Rob and you yeah. know when you when you meet the dedicated enthusiasts there you can sense that you know they're so focused yeah. and the you know the, the hundred volunteers that just make the thing click, you know, over the two hotel venues. Yeah. Uh, and when when you look at the whole package which is available, you know, there's competition, there's workshops, then there's the concert, then there's winter steam. You know, yeah. it's a it's a real experience. It seems to be, and I am gonna have to get to this. Oh, Rob, you need to uh, you need to you need to come, <laughs> even just for the barbecue. I've been oh, told. Absolutely, yeah. the barbecue's phenomenal, and it's really interesting. So the, the faculty of the instructors who are all performing in the concert get a chance to right. sample some barbecue. It's a lunchtime concert meeting. I see. It's always a highlight of the weekend. Good, good, good. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna have to sample this. So,
1: yeah, 2019. What are you looking forward to this incoming season, Stephen?
12: Well, Kerr will uh, move up to the Ball Call Grade 1 band, which uh, will be great for him. Yeah. But I think, you know, I'm, you know, from the kind of job that yeah. I have now as part of the teaching programme there, but gives me more chance to listen to some of the juvenile bands, other bands that are coming through. I'm really looking forward to seeing how other drum corps are developing, yeah. what, what kind of music they're getting tried, who's pushing the boundaries. Uh, really interested in what's going on in bass sections. you know. Make some big changes this incoming year, I think. Absolutely, and I think much more of a focus you know on what's getting played and how that you know the whole full score orchestration yeah, yeah, and I think you know that has been the direction of travel but I think an even more focused direction of travel on that I think so I, yeah 100% agree with you
1: 2019 will be a really interesting year I think so
12: yeah oh, I'm
1: all sorts of excited for it I can't wait <laughs> So, Stevie, I have to say thank you for chatting to us on the podcast and please send our best to Care. I think. We we'll be chatting to him earlier tonight, but he's disappeared.
12: Oh, he's around probably somewhere, just <laughs> chatting to other drummers and different people. A pleasure, Rob. Thanks very well, thanks, much. Thanks, Stevie. Cheers. <laughs> cheers.
1: What about you, Craig Laurie? Joining us on the podcast again, man. You the a of habit now, you? You In case you're wondering what the noise is in the background, there's a bit of a charity auction going on at the minute. So you're not being sold here, no? No, no, I'm no good looking enough this year. <laughs> so I've been wanting to ask you tons of questions ab- about Drums and Roses. How are things going
13: with the van? Absolutely fantastic. Um, we're, we're really, really busy just now. We've got a massive, massive, huge announcement coming in the next couple of weeks
1: Oh I like this Are you going to tell us what is in the podcast Unfortunately
13: no. I can't say ah. now, because it's not been released by their social, this other social media team yet
1: Oh I see yeah, So we've
13: got a big massive announcement in the next couple of weeks
1: So if you're a fan of Drums and Roses which is a lot of the listeners are on the podcast yep. keep an eye on your social media really right. I'll tell you when we come off here. Of course yeah <laughs> God, so again, another season with St Lawrence at How did yeah. you find 2018? First of all,
13: uh, possi- well, without a doubt, the best season ever, I've had. Um, when I last spoke to you, it was at the UKs. UKs in Belfast, yeah. And I was a, I was a grade one virgin at that point.
1: Really, you haven't no, played grade one? Uh, no,
13: I've, I've never won a grade one major.
1: Wow! Right.
13: Okay. And that was my first one that day. You
1: were a wee bit happy. Whenever I seen you next,
13: I was. Um, <laughs> my my fiance actually followed the band off, uh, and the videos that I see in her phone, it's it's sheer euphoria. <laughs> I, mean, I, I couldn't believe it. Was, uh, I,
14: yeah. I, I, my
13: back's still sore from Mr. Crichton jumping in my back.
1: When it <laughs> announced, you know. <laughs> I've seen some of the videos of the celebrations oh, and they're they're
13: legendary, yeah. Aye, they're pretty good. I like I like to record the results just in yeah. case they go our way. And if oh. not I can send them to the band that goes their way.
1: That's it, it does no harm, does it? So looking forward to twenty nineteen. Absolutely.
13: Yeah. So how are things
1: shaping up at the band at the moment?
13: Well we, I was at my third third practice, uh, turned up today and everything was going really well. Um played the new medleys uh, found out the changes in the MSRs. Just keeping up to date with everything, you know, and
8: we've obviously got WhatsApp groups where we keep up to date with a lot yeah, of things, yeah. you know,
13: and so like, likes so of the overseas players can keep in touch and see any changes they're, they're yeah. kept in the know, you know. Well,
1: that's it, we spotted Kyle Rothschild earlier. He'd,
13: yeah? He'd, yeah. Aye. So, I mean, I'm, I'm he was still trying to source where his
1: millions are, but I mean... <laughs> he was slippery, though, he managed to get away from me, I didn't aye, catch him. You'll, you'll be lucky to get a him. Yeah. <laughs> So, are you looking forward to the concert, then, on Armagh? I am.
13: Uh, originally, I was going to bring my partner over. Uh, obviously, we live in Glasgow, and I'm playing with an Irish band. Yeah. Uh, in the north. It's, I'm really, really looking forward to it. Anytime I've come over here before with any previous pipe bands, I've actually stayed in the Armagh Hotel. Oh, have
1: you? Yeah. stayed oh, there right.
8: So, now
13: you're ago. playing in there. Yep. I, I stayed there with my previous band. Um, it's a lovely hotel. It's going to be a great concert. I'm sure most people have seen it now, but there's <laughs> nothing to stop you buying more tickets and going to oh, seeing it again. At all,
1: if anything, I haven't seen it yet. You've not? No, I didn't I, get I to Glasgow. You, I told you to get over. I know,
13: I said to you, I get your <laughs> ticket, and you said, no, I'm all right, I'm going to sit in my
1: house. I know, and, and that's what happens. I know I'm all sorts of gutted, because I've been told it's one of the best concerts that Slot have
13: done. It definitely is. Um, I didn't make it to the 2010 one, but I was sitting in the audience for it, uh, and to be a part of this one was just... Something else.
1: What's it like being on that stage though, Craig? If you, get a, if, you, if you
13: get a wee bleep thing about <laughs> when I say a <laughs> you got to bleep it out. Have you got that? That's about accurate, <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> 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 oh Well, hopefully, you'll not be that bad when it comes to our well, band. Do you, know, do
13: you know what? The, the World's <laughs> Concert was great, it really was. Walking out and being a part of the band's signature tune, The dust Gatherer playing that as Aye. the Pipers are walk, walking through the, the, the stairs it was, it was amazing uh, What? knowing that all my family even my gran she's 80 and she, she was there she oh, was there she oh, that's good. amazing that's she was, I just told her to look for the one with the shiny head <laughs> <laughs> it's quite confusing because the guy Andrew that stands next to me yeah. he's also got a shiny head he has he yeah has. that's true yeah, yeah. So, well. <laughs> People get quite mistaken for the both of us at times.
1: That's oh, so you can mix this up. So, Craig, I have to say, I'm stupidly excited for the concert. And I really want to know what this announcement is for Drums and Roses. But yeah, I guess I'll find out once I hear your social media you, you, announcement. You, you stop the recording, I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, podcast listeners, behind the scenes. Grand. So I wish you well for this Thank incoming you season, yourself. Craig. You. And uh, yeah, we'll catch up with you in April at the Absolutely. concert.
13: Absolutely, definitely. Cheers, buddy. Thank you very much. Well,
1: things have just kind of wrapped up at the event, and uh, people have no voices left, myself included. And I'm joined with
14: uh, Emma Barr.
1: You're used to introducing yourself by now, Emma. And James Kennedy. Hi, guys. The Big Rab Show Drum Majors, as we affectionately call you. So you're back at Anora Charity now. How did you find tonight?
14: Um, awesome. Yeah, it was really, a, it was a, quite a privilege to actually be involved in tonight, because it's such a good charity, and yeah. there's such amazing acts, so to actually be a part of some of the acts out and tonight was actually a real privilege for us, yeah.
1: Kind of awesome. I believe you had a near miss, though. Well. Smack yourself in the head or something? <laughs> yeah, but no, no one noticed, so it was fine. <laughs> so we're going to
10: keep that <laughs> a
14: bit. Yeah, it's
1: awesome. All- oh, oh, right, okay, well, you didn't hear that in the podcast then, there you go. Grant, so this incoming season then, how is your preparation coming for 2019?
14: actually pretty, pretty pretty well I'm trying to I'm trying to just kind of stay on top of things um, obviously juggling drum major and, and uni and
1: charity events
14: charity events yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah going well so and you're currently
1: living over in Liverpool now another am I right
10: yeah so I'm at, at uni in Liverpool so I don't get too much time to practice drum major so it's a bit harder for me but we'll get there
1: I see so after the Big Rab Show live what did you think about that event but I'm going to ask is, what did you think of Rab Show Live <laughs> it's an experience to be honest I thought it was a really
10: good event uh, the people that were there would tell you the same uh, the acts that were there put on
1: really good performances yourselves included of course yeah so you've carried that idea from Rab Show Live and brought it here
14: um, yeah I think uh, being a part of the Rab Show Live like actually let people realise oh well we could actually maybe take part in more of these events because I think uh, obviously, with us throwing our races and stuff, couldn't do really that inside. But the whole element that we brought to the Big Rap Show Live, um, I think more people have given us the opportunity to do stuff like this.
1: Exactly, and more of it, I think. I think drum majors should become more of a part of this kind of a world, the concert world. It's been neglected.
14: Oh, c- completely, completely, but understand- understandably so. I, I, like, Obviously, most people might think we wouldn't be able to do an awful lot inside, but hopefully we're showing them now that we can actually be more involved.
1: Of course <laughs> you can, of course you can. Well, looking into 2019, guys, I want to wish you the very best of luck for this upcoming season.
14: Thank you very much.
1: Thank you. Thanks for talking to us. Cheers. God, well, I managed to catch up with a bass drummer with a well-known Grade 2 bar <laughs> Aaron McElwain, how are you, Not too bad, Rob. How are you? The best. Now, I have to say, first of all, full disclosure, you're now part of the Big Rab Show team. That's correct. (laughs) How did we get you pulled into this malarkey? I'm happy to help. Good.
15: good. Well, if anything, you were a huge part of the Rab Show Live. So that was kind of the start of it then? Yes, that was the start of it. um, After... A year or so before, just doing the odd bit for you, for, for yourself personally. Just, and I have an interest in, in the work that I'm doing, so quite happy to to do it when it's for a, a show, an institution now. It is an institution now. It's become so much bigger than me now. <laughs> um, so I was very, I'm just very happy to be involved. Well, thank you very much for all your work to
1: date and more to come. Can I ask then the reason why I wanted to chat to you? How are
15: things going
1: at Kloss We've heard nothing from you so far.
15: Things are going absolutely as we, we would expect.
1: It doesn't tell me if it's good or bad,
15: Aaron.
1: <laughs> it doesn't tell me anything.
15: <laughs> no, we, um, we are quite satisfied with the way things are at the moment. Um, we had a good winter. Um, sort of... Um, the usual, you know, waiting for tunes to come out, just making sure that everything's in then obviously, the inevitable changes and things like that. Yeah. Um, but, no, it's all coming together nicely. Um, now I'm getting into the busy period, trying to get uh, uniforms organised now for the new members. Yeah. Well, so you have some new blood in the core then? Absolutely, Ooh. absolutely. Nice. Yep, transfer window opened in September, yeah. and uh, we had uh, some new signings. Um, excellent, there you go so some fresh blood then in the ranks of Klaus Kelt this year so
1: with 2018 behind you, how did you think 2018 went?
15: 2018 I thought went very successful for the band Um, it's always progress I've been that was was my second year with Klaus Kelt um, and we built on the year previous Um, 2018 um, when you look at it at the end of it You know, we won in every contest at home, bar one. That's right, yeah, I was going to say that. Uh, We won the first major of the year at Paisley. That's Uh, right, yeah, yeah. We came second at the United Kingdom Championships in Stormont. That's right. We came third after a dismal day at Dumbarton. That was a horrible day. I was
1: going to say, the conditions were awful.
15: Conditions were awful, and unfortunately for ourselves, uh, just the timing of the day when we were proceeding to final tuning That's whenever there was the the break and and everything happened. And if anybody had been there, you would have found us not really in final tuning. We were huddled under trees, trying (laughs) to get sheltered, ready to go, because you're you're, you're geared up, ready to go on. And there was nothing we could do. And we prepared as best as we could. And uh, despite uh, not the most perfect performance, we still came away with third. Um, it wasn't a bad run, to be absolutely. fair. Absolutely. I'm very good pleased um, that our friends at Rivara, very close to us, that they were able to lift the Scottish Championships, yeah. um, which was great because we're, we're happy that, obviously, if we haven't lifted it, that we have a lot of friends in, in Rivara, yeah. and uh, we're pleased they lifted it. That's um, just good to see, isn't it? Yeah, we didn't compete... Um, at the Europeans, and it really comes down to money. But then again, there was one band from the 48 from Northern Ireland that actually... That's attended. what I was going to say. Very little bands from Northern Ireland went to that. It comes down to money. Um, there's other reasons and, and things where people would choose not to, to be able to attend a contest. Um, but mainly for us, it I mean, you're talking... Even going as a bus trip together, we're talking £200 each, really. and oh, it just, That's per person. Yeah, and, and you know, we just we just looked at it from that point of view of that we would maybe concentrate our, ourselves on other things at that point yeah. um, and you know we're working from that point you're going into July you're working towards the All-Irelands which we had a very successful time in New Ross very enjoyable day um, and then you're sort of geared into world's mode That's
1: in the world's time yeah
15: um, so we're very pleased to go to the world championships this year we qualified um <laughs> quite happy with that it's oh, as good as a
1: win right there though getting through that
15: final in grade 2 absolutely tournament. and then we went on and finished up third on the day um, it's a great
1: result though
15: absolutely yeah. and yeah it, it's one of those moments when you're standing there you, you know you want to win the big prize and you, you've geared up for it um, but at the end of the day you know it, you have to take the result when it comes and you know, you, you give your congratulations to the, the two other bands that came in front of us well, and, and well yeah. done to them. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's what we did. And we then had the good honour of, of lifting the Northern Ireland Champion of Champions prize. That was and awesome.
12: Yeah.
1: The Northern Ireland
15: <laughs> Champion of Champions Drummers Prize. Yeah. The Northern Ireland Champion of Champions Bass and Tenor Section Prize. I think that's is that the second time we've won that. And. Then the little surprise, even with doing the four majors out of five, we were able to lift the uh, Supreme Champion of Champions. That's right,
1: yeah. So So, the numbers all worked out. When you
15: look at all those things together, we didn't maybe lift the big one, but I don't think we did too bad. Not a bad season.
1: So 2019, as well as the new membership in the band, is there any other surprises material-wise for Klaus Kelt this year?
15: Well, I couldn't be telling you that. Oh, is it all secret? I would say that uh, David Chesney and uh, Alistair Hopper would, uh, wouldn't, wouldn't appreciate me divulging such information at this N- time.
1: No, I think, yeah. yeah it might be a, a sound
15: thrashing in the hall if that happens, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're joking about it, really. Um, it's not something... I mean, we're not... <clears throat> no, excuse me, we're not hiding anything. Um, it's just more to the point of we're pre- preparing. We're not, we're not ready... At the moment, just... Uh, so things can change. It's still kind of early we're doors. We're really in February, and, yeah. and, and we just want to get those things right because once we've got that, that all all cooking together, that's what we are. am putting a lot of emphasis this year, building on our successful pipe core. Um, our successful drum core have f- of, of, of really boosted over the last few years. And um, the, the midsection under the under the leadership of uh, Vicky Kane, yes. um again, which I'm a part of, um, we're building on that and really now it's just trying to put everything together and, and get the unit working as one that's what you want
1: yeah so Aaron I want to wish you the best of luck
15: 2019 give the guys in Closkell the shout for us I will certainly and thank you very much Rob for all the hard work you're doing no, on totally. the show I only knew that because I'm working with you on it now yeah. <laughs> you know what it's like now buddy yeah, but let's look forward to a very successful 2019 season for everybody I can't wait it'll be great yeah absolutely Mind bring it on <laughs>
1: Well, I'm joined by the organiser of all of this madness. Gary Smith, how are you, sir?
2: Tired, exhausted, <laughs> but yeah, very, very happy. Great night. Um, I think everybody really enjoyed themselves. and uh, Certainly, the performers were actually commenting earlier on just because it was so relaxed. Just get up on stage and just go do the business for, for the kids. Oh, man,
1: I have to say, some of the performances tonight, like, you would pay three times the ticket price to get you to see one of those and
2: tonight was just packed full of amazing performers Ticket prices, well then you be just wait to next year I see. <laughs> So we'll give it away a wee bit there tonight there's, there's a couple of people who have already it was, the lineup's more or less complete for next year um, We were trying to get this
1: earlier about the lineup for next year Can you give us any kind of an idea? Stuart Little, Jim Kilpatrick No way, really? That's, that's only a start
2: Oh my god. Right. Well you're gonna to have to keep me away, Gary. <laughs> well, hopefully they'll be beating the doors down. Um yeah. it was a very, very good night. There's well, it was another packed house. It was um, it was kind of there was more of a party outside of the room as much as inside the room. I was stage to come out to see where some of the players was at and it was just a matter of right. Move, move,
3: move. Because
2: <laughs> it's just everybody was kinda of, calm down, calm down and I'm thinking, there's players everywhere here and they're not they're not they're not on stage. <laughs> No, it was a bit chaotic for a little while. But that's, you, you that's
1: managed to get it put together, though.
2: Well, that's why we don't do a run-in order. Um, I like to be fair to the guys from St Lawrence. They weren't the only ones who were throwing things into the spanner in the works. But the road works, and uh, by the time they had a practice, and, and all the rest of it, you can totally understand it, like coming from Dublin after a band. It's a long day for them.
1: It is, yeah. But
2: take a hat off and go to them. They were, I thought they were absolutely superb.
1: Yeah. You know? well, as you can hear in the background... Seems to be a bit of an after-party
2: happening now. There is, there is. There's the boys are jiving away up there, I think there's a, a, a hokey-cokey karaoke going on. Oh, no. So I think it's a matter of just trying to keep Grant Cassidy out of it. I think that's the, <laughs> the biggest thing. So I might
1: take a microphone in there for a laugh. You never know
2: what will happen. <laughs> well, you're after nine o'clock, you're OK. That's
1: it, after <laughs> the watershed. So, Gary, right, this event, this is the second year it's been ran, and it's been nothing but successful. Um, I, I know you wouldn't have any kind of account... Of money ticking tonight, but
2: last year, what was the figure you raised last year? Last year we had nine grand. Um, wow. I don't, I don't know enough. I think door wise we had three thousand one hundred. Wow. Raffle wise we had two and a half. Sorry, sorry, auction we had two and a half. Yeah. Um, raffles and things I, I won't have a clue and no, it's, um, that'll all
1: get counted up I'm sure and I people were see. donating as they were leaving as well So,
2: uh, yes they were you know, so I think people were donating up to the very last moment which meant obviously we couldn't get them onto the screen because it was too late and too late for the programme but I w- no doubt there probably still will be more people than like last year still donate for the next next few days So, I'm
1: sure yeah so I have to say a couple of highlights for me were the tribute to John Kelly at the very start yeah that was really tugging at the old heartstrings
2: there. Well, I think at the, at, we, we all know what kind of character John was. and um, He did an amazing amount of work behind the scenes last year and was already at his work behind the scenes this year until, unfortunately, till he passed away. Yeah. Um, and I think it was really right. Probably uh, Klaus Kilt's weekend um, night last weekend, but this is probably the first movie, the first outside Multi-band yeah, event is. that yeah, people yeah. have had since John had passed away. So I thought it was only really right to have a minute silence it's for him because like he was, he was a great character.
1: He was indeed, yeah, and a good mate of the show, is, yeah. Um, so I have to say another
2: highlight then was Andrew Shelley.
1: My word, what a legend!
2: Andrew was was absolutely brilliant. Was uh, there's one there's one thing I will say. Um, I'd never really been too nervous starting up with the stage because I was probably in control of things. Yeah, but. See, to try and put a story like that there across, um, that basically you're not just reading, next, reading the next bit, reading the next bit, reading the next bit, you're actually trying to get into the, the, the flow of what the music or flow of what the story is. It was, it was unbelievable, but like as I say, I was in his house and we were there for maybe three hours and <laughs> uh, we had to cram it into 20 minutes yeah that's so, difficult to do <laughs> uh, it's certainly difficult to do you know what I just said earlier on I said, and we've only 20 minutes to get through this here yeah. so that was that was some story it's unbelievable
1: it is indeed so Guy I have to say on behalf of all of our listeners and everyone here tonight thank you for this amazing event
2: no problem um, that's that's great what well, was as great as over? Um, we can now go and chill out. And I
1: was next now, but I hear you ahead of the bar,
2: a beer, set the feet up. Aye, well, now I will safely say there could be a Budweiser or two. Um, <laughs> I've only had to be told the band finishes here at one, but uh, we'll be allowed to play for a 2 There'll after.
1: be a few yeah. tunes played, I'm sure. Yeah, so we'll, no I, doubt.
2: I think yeah. the grand. Uh, the Grant and the boys will maybe give us a wee song, and a wee tune later on. And John Lappin's still about there somewhere. Well, God, is John still about? Is he? You know, so um, <laughs> he was, he was all Whenever I said to him, do you want to give one more? He just looked at me, and that well, was kind of. Bleep. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay, John. I think it. as a yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: well,
2: look, there you go. Well, if anything, I
1: wish you the best of luck for this incoming season. You'll be competing with the Quinn again, I'm yes, sure. Yeah, uh-huh, certainly will be. Yep. Yeah. So and then. We'll look forward to chatting to you again all about 2020. You'll have to keep us posted now on the
2: lineup. Well, 2020 will be the last for at least a few years because. It's, oh, it's, really? Uh, yeah. No, to be, to be honest, yes, I have a great team behind me on the night, and like you and Alexis behind me in the house. But again, regardless of how many people's behind you, you could only ask the same sponsors so many times before they get kind of. That's true. So I'm yeah. sure they're, they're probably asked all around the world for different things. You know, so I don't, I don't want to, to rip the backside out of it. I just want to tell you, just look, we'll do it next, next year for 2020. And then I'll have to leave it a couple of years and maybe do it again. But it's, it's a lot of work. And obviously, health-wise, for myself, it won't take its toll. There's no doubt about it. Like it's, but
1: it no, well, its well that's it. You know, so I know I think you are well-deserved of a break. I think you're going to
2: take the next fortnight off, at least. Well, Partly not, because I was told, I'll see a bad practice of Thursday night. I'm like, Wait, really? serious, Thursday night? <laughs> you know, but I'm going to try and see if we get get out of it. You know, if it was that like last year, it took me over two months to recover. <laughs> Thanks, lads. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, home. Uh, it took me over two months to recover last year, so by uh, the time everybody was ready for banger, <laughs> I was just coming around. Yeah, just getting ready to go again, yeah. You know, So, but no. So, uh, thank you very much for yourself for, for everything you did not at all thank you for having us and also I forgot to mention whenever I was thinking of everybody obviously Aaron um, for, for doing all the bits and pieces Mr Fix It Mr Fix It a few wee things went pear shaped earlier on there tonight but that's uh live event it's a live have, show you right? don't have all these professional musicians and, or professional background teams and this no. and that and other things but like you have certainly got professional musicians. They were, they were absolutely outstanding, amazing. absolutely outstanding. So certainly, certainly no after year and Dean was finished there, but <laughs> the relief was off because this time last week it wasn't just like that. Well, no, a bit stressful, was it? Stressful,
1: aye. Well, so. <laughs> aye. Well I for one am looking forward to 2020 Gary thank you again so much for raising all this money and having uh, such an awesome night Well, As soon as we
2: get a final total we'll uh, give you a wee shout Uh, uh, probably hopefully it won't be this week Um, but um, I'll not not promise nothing because it's like everything else you get a total and then all of a sudden something else crops up or something else crops up Exactly yeah on auction, say on auction, and tickets, they're talked already, but five and a half grand. That's amazing. That's, yeah, awesome. yeah, fantastic. Like say you're well done last year, but like, we still have raffles and and, and all all wee bits of pieces to come into that, you know. So. And it all came from the Pipe Band family. family. Yeah, Which is brilliant. That's just good. Like you take St. Lawrence from down south, you know. The drum at the end of it, you know, just showed you, like, you had the guys from Scotland coming in, you know, and you had guys from down south, and you had the, the local ones here. And I think the music, sort of lifted the, the atmosphere of the whole thing, you know, and a few, few decent songs and some crazy music, isn't, it? isn't some it? Crazy music is right. Oh <laughs> Man, my age, I didn't know where I was coming or going. It was
1: brilliant. I, so, Gary, thanks so much for chatting to us and having us here tonight. So, And I appreciate it.
2: Look forward to next year, mate. It's a pleasure. And thank you very much for everything you've done for us. Thank you very much, Rob. Thanks.
1: <sighs> so there you have it, folks. That was it from the Kids With Cancer charity night. And that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in this week. It's been a bit of an unusual one, granted. But we did manage to chat to some of the incredible acts that we at this amazing night now as we were just hearing there from Gary Smith 2020 this event is opening its doors again and we'll have Stuart Little and Jim Kilpatrick on the running order oh my god <laughs> I'm all sorts of excited for next year's event but I have to close the doors on this year event first of all Grant Like I said, that's it for another Rab Show podcast. If you haven't already, please do hit that subscribe button. It really does mean the world. So then with each and every episode, you will not miss anything because you'll get a notification telling you that one's been uploaded. And if you haven't already, please check out our Patreon page. Tons of content from tonight's event will actually reach our Patreon page as Patreon exclusives. So if you want to see some of the backstage stuff, such as photographs, videos, even some audio interviews that hasn't reached this week's podcast, <laughs> it'll be on our Patreon page. So, yeah, go to Show, click that support button, and every penny of support really does help support the show. And for... Yeah, as little as the price of a cup of coffee every month. You can get your hands on tons of extra piping content, and that's what it's all about. Grand. I am absolutely shattered. It is nearly 2 o'clock in the morning, looking at my watch right now. 2 o'clock, yes. And as you can hear, there is still tons of people here. There's a band, someone's singing. And later, I'm sure, at about 3 a.m., maybe 4 a.m., The pipes will come out and the drums will come out and people will start dancing on tables and uh, yeah, as Gary says, the after party has become the stuff of legend at this event. So what seemed to be a big pre-season party has not disappointed and the pipe band family all around Northern Ireland and the South of Ireland, even some from the UK and Scotland have attended this event and they've all dug deep all dipped into their pockets to raise money for the kids cancer center in the royal victoria hospital in belfast so it's great to be able to support such an amazing cause so again thank you to gary smith and to everybody here at the organizing team for putting this event together and for having us on the rab show team here and to you guys for downloading this week's podcast thank you and don't forget to tell your friends about our wee show until next time guys that's it for another big rab show podcast all the best Well, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Thanks so much to our sponsors, G1 Roots, played by bands around the world, including our current champion of champions, Inverarian District. Don't forget to check out thebigrabshow.com for all of your Big Rab Show merch and news, views and chat throughout the week. Until next time, guys, we'll see you right here on the Big Rab Show podcast. All the best.